everyone, Dave and Jeff, second podcast of the week, and I'm already pissed off and tired of she doing this up. one. up. God I'm dang it. I'm all sick of your shit. I'm reading a text, but man, it got a lot of complaints out of you. Fuck. <laughs> doing the best I can. <coughs> Every night I come down here, yeah. you're like Monty Moron when it comes to running that fucking computer. Oh, shit. What's going on? Oh, oh, hang on. Oh, check, it's check. This time, it's not me. It's the goddamn computer. Check, 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 check. This is like the, the Hanukkah computer. It's supposed to die oh, two it, years ago, and two years later, it's still going. I don't even know what that means. The I fucking like Hanukkah it. story with the oil. Only enough oil for one night, and it okay. lasts eight nights. Is it's, that right? Yeah, this is this computer right here. It well, should have crashed two years ago, and here we are still using it. Well, it's gutty. Uh, unlike... <laughs> Steve Woods. Look, I was going to come in. That was fast transition. I was going to come in tonight and celebrate a lot of things that happened. Yeah. And so I call that guy at, uh, time did I call him today? I call him at about two. And I said, hey, you all right? Ah, hang on. My phone's dying. I go, all right. Well, fuck it. <laughs> I'll call you right after five. He said that to you or you no, said that to him? No, I told him. Okay. I go, look, I'm going back to the office. Yeah. I can understand. Your phone rings all day yep. when you get fired. And basically, I was just calling to remind him, turn your alarm off. You don't have to get up tomorrow. <laughs> so you're a good guy. Right. That's Sleep why you're in. classy. And uh, so I try to call him after 5 o'clock. It goes to voicemail. Yeah. And he goes, hey, I'm just putting Bo to bed. 5.30 at night? What? Uh, Fuck, is he 90 or is he nine months? How old is that kid? (laughs) I go, all right, I'm driving to Chula Vista. Give me a call. Driving down here, don't hear anything. And all of a sudden, uh, about 20 minutes ago, I look at Twitter and here's a picture of Steve. Yeah. His lovely bride and his beautiful son. Hey, is he awake or sleeping? They're all three awake. Don't Uh. worry about me. This is my team. I'm like, fuck off. Fuck off. All I know is when Hacksaw was doing mornings, that station was humming. It was. It was humming along. Station never crashed when Hacksaw was doing mornings. When Cilio was there. It's true. Like the little engine that could. Yep. Never and went off there. This fucking guy, too. And then, some. I think it was Chris McDonald writes to him and says today, hey, the guy I'm really going to miss is Steve Woods. He's really a real guy, and I felt like I had a connection with him. And I'm going to miss Woods in the morning. What do you think Woods writes back? What do you write back? Oh, man. Reading this, I got choked up. (laughs) I got choked up. A fucking guy. (laughs) All right. Two questions right now. One, does he take the Steve Woods... 1090 off his handle? Does he take 1090 off? He's not, he doesn't have 1090 on he there. He doesn't. That's a hacksaw dick. Yeah. Does hacksaw finally take 1090 no, off? No, he still has it on. And does he do the right thing and go to Petco Park tomorrow and turn in his Padre credential he so he's no longer a working me- member of the media? Right. Go down there freeloading. Yep. Free- Stolen valor. That's what Bill Center would call it. Fucking asshole. Turn it in. Nobody wants to see your unemployed ass. Yeah, Phil Gaughan's working. You could be working, too. Go sell some cotton candy, fuckface. Right there. Right there. Bring a little home to Bo. Put it in your pocket. Jerk. 
fucking guy goes off on me nonstop. Thought we were friends. It's all right. <laughs> you. Sunday. I'm just trying to enjoy a nice Sunday afternoon. Nonstop. Hey, why don't you move to fucking L.A.? That's all I get. <laughs> well, what I was going to send to him today, and I just couldn't do it. Now, he would have enjoyed the humor. Yeah. But I couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, what the? I, what are those goddamn things called? The GIF? Is it GIF? GIF? Yeah, what yeah. do you call it? Yeah, GIFs. GIFs. I call them GIFs. Whatever. So I go and I find the perfect one. You are good at this, by the way. Yeah, I find the perfect one. Yeah. And I had written, man, great news. On a bad day comes good news. People at the station down the street are already contacting me to get Steve Woods on board. Yeah. And the little video clip was the Shell Station. That's awesome. Again, you're always looking out for your friends. I wanted to do it so bad. Yeah. You didn't do it? I didn't do it. Oh, that's the best line And it was going to be hashtag 20 on one. (laughs) (laughs) But I I just, I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. But it was queued up, ready to go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And even tonight, when I checked in on him, and he shuffled me off the voicemail. That's what I'm saying. Fuck him. Fucking use Craig Elston. Let me tell you another fucking guy, Elston. All I know is that when Joe Titino, yeah, myself, intern for the Soccers, they won championships. I have rings to show for it. I think Bulldog does too. When John Kintira, hey, I'll tell you one thing. When I was the GM <laughs> over there, guess what we did? We won. Now all of a sudden, Craig does look good. Wears a nice suit. I like his suits. But all of a sudden, the fucking soccers get beat with Elston. Yeah, no shit. What happened there? First game, out. We're all ready to fire Andy Green. I don't see fire Elston. There's 15 fucking championships until he comes in. All of a sudden, we're all hugging him in the street, drying his tears. Fuck that. You win or you leave. (laughs) I like it. If you see Elston, you take that scarf and you just pull it and you squeeze it. Ah! I will say this about 1090. Yes. Holy cow. Holy cow. Did you watch Kaplan today? Okay, I got to tell you, I knew nothing what was going on except on Twitter. I found out right during Darren's show the the stream cut off. That's all I know. That's what's funny. All joking aside about Stevie, I called him just checking in. Yeah. And he goes, hey, man, how about that? And I go, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you didn't even know. You just called him. I just called to check in because I'm really, really a good guy. And... uh, (laughs) <laughs> he goes, he goes, yeah, right in the middle of Darren's show, they're interviewing Vascursion. They just turned it off. They don't even tell Darren. And so Kaplan, God, Kaplan goes on Twitter live. It was great. Okay. And he just blows up the entire place. Really? Blows up the entire place. Then fucking Billy Ray, who we've seen twice. In a year, yeah. BR's in the office. And Cap says to Billy Ray, what do you think? He goes, you know what? We got terrible management here. He goes, we got a terrible head coach, and we got a terrible staff. And they didn't know how to run this operation. And they pretty much ran it into the ground. I go, goddamn right. And look, I'm telling you, if you're Mike Lickenhouse and you're listening to this, Kaplan will beat the shit out of you. Woods will beat the shit out of you. 
Uh, Billy Ray will fuck you up, <laughs> Glickenhouse. I'm giving you free advice, pal. Get the fuck out of town. Because that guy will beat the living shit out of you. Maybe as early as tomorrow. Oh. What is Kaplan doing getting Billy Ray all fired up? It was great. You know what's the deal? You're going to get Billy Ray all fired up. He's going to get really mad. And Kaplan's not going to get everything out of his office before Billy Ray just starts throwing gasoline on the floor and just lights a match and Kaplan doesn't have his shit out of there. Don't get Billy Ray fired up. Calm him down. No. I'm not doing that job. He but is going to. Billy Ray mad. Ah! <laughs> just punching the desk. He's going to take Mike Lickenhouse and just shove his little fat face right through the wall. And a lot of people are going to say, yay. Um. What a weird... Hold on a second here. Okay. Yeah. So Darren's doing the show. At what time did it go off there? I don't around, know. I think it was around... If I'm not mistaken, it was around 2 o'clock. Yeah. That's when I started getting tweets and, and okay. texts and everything. And they go, are you listening? And everyone, I'm telling them, no, I'm not. You know, I, I, no, no offense, but I've listened to I thought, every farewell show already. Yeah. Maybe that's why it feels different as we talk about this right now. They didn't even play one shining moment. No. It feels like there have been four farewell shows per show. Yeah. Well, Darren said it, though, today. I heard Darren say today at noon, he goes, you know, I'm done. He goes, I'm done with the whole. He, and those guys, every one of those shows, Dave, yeah, was so incredibly candid yeah. about transparent about. God, it was amazing. Like, I, I love all those guys. They've all been incredible friends to me. I'm telling you, every one of those guys should hold their head high Absolutely. for being as transparent as they were when the world is spinning around them. And Darren's saying today, look, man, I can't do it anymore. I can't come in here and continue to be this, well, this may be my last show or yesterday may be my last show. He goes, I don't know. Yeah, Steve did it on uh, on Friday, this past Friday. It was like, this is probably it. I mean, he started drinking whiskey at 6, six o'clock in the morning, you know? God. I mean, but he was like saying, fuck it. There aren't going to be any tears. This, we've already done this now for close to three weeks. What are we doing? It's just the problem is for me, look, we, we were lucky enough to be in there. And there were days that it was pretty fucked up in that place. But a lot of days. Yeah. I never felt normal. But if you were doing sports radio in this town, you better have been on that team, in my opinion. Yeah, of course. It was the number one station yeah. for, for, for what we did. What people don't understand, there's different feelings you get in, in different buildings. KFMB felt like family. you were a part of something great. Yeah. yeah. Other places we've been, you felt like this is this is special. 1090, I mean, the fucking water cooler was in the studio. Yeah, so 10 weird. feet from where we sat. Jeff, yeah. Jeff and I didn't even have a cough button. No. Meaning if you clear your, th- <laughs> if you clear your throat, yeah. where Jeff sat, he couldn't even see the guy on the other side of the glass. No, I mean, it was, it was, it was so bush league all over the fucking place. But being on that lineup and i was there for two different things i did an mma show there which darren absolutely made happen for me and then being there for the time that we were there those 10 months doing the morning show like that's where you had to be in this town extra never fucking mattered extra never mattered 1090 mattered and while i didn't get along with management i got along great with darren i got along great with josh and sherrod yeah Saul was a douche. Um, I get along great with Cap and BR. Yep. And Welby and and those people. So and and all the good people 
that are still there behind the scenes that have been there. Tom Howell and Frank Anthony have been there pretty much from day one. They were guys that were a huge help for us. And David, just a void, like another void in this town. Uh, I have personal voids from friends that have passed away. Unfortunately, too many in the last no kidding. You know, few months where you go to call people or text people and they're not there. To me, even though I was never a fan, the Chargers are a huge void. Yep. That still, we're still trying to figure out how to fill. And just the idea that that station, uh, that I would tune in every day when I'd had to lunch at 1.30 to hear what Darren was up to or what was going on or Stevie in the morning, cap for my drive home. The idea that it's gone, that's gone, and the stream's gone, the whole thing, man. It it just, it is a huge, nobody died today, thankfully. Yeah. But a big, big part of San Diego as a sports fan died today, 1090. And I'm alumni of that place. Dave's alumni of that place. I had a long talk with Al Horton tonight, who's alumni of that place. And all of us had different times there. But if you went there and you were part of it, man, you're feeling it tonight. And I'm absolutely feeling it. I'm feeling it on a personal level uh, for myself. Thankful that we had an opportunity to say, yeah, that's on my resume. But more importantly, for all my friends that were there and had their world turned upside down in a really, really terrible way. No, in all seriousness, yeah, it's yeah, terrible. terrible. Especially when you see, we all know, we know Steve obviously very, very well. And of course, yeah. we all know he just had a baby a year ago. Right. We know basically his wife works, but his wife, you know, hey, she, she's Bo's mom. Right. And things turn upside down. Scott's going through personal stuff, you know. Darren, Scott doesn't know what to do. Scott yeah. said today, he goes, I have four kids in San Diego. He yeah. said, I've been contacted by a radio station in Houston. I don't know what to do. Yep. And so, again, it's it's the business that we choose that is so crazy because when you're doing yeah. it, it's fantastic. And when you're off right. it, it's a disaster. I always say, and I've never done heroin, but you listen to heroin addicts. It, yeah. Radio is, is, is heroin. You're addicted to it from the moment you start if you love the business, and it's hard to shake it. And so you feel terrible for everybody involved, not even, as we said before, the people behind the scenes. Busting Stevie's balls. Oh, yeah. But he's, he's crushed because for the it first time sucks. in a long time, he really found a place where he thought was home. Because yeah. he's been in a lot of places where he was stabbed in the back. This is probably the most comfortable he's ever been. Here's the deal with 1090. I'll ask this question. If the Chargers never leave, 1090 never closes. Yeah, I don't think so. They don't. Because the money comes in like crazy when you have an NFL team. Mm-hmm. And they're just the ratings were different. And I understand they were the best of the sports uh, stations. But guess what? They were still third to last. And it just shows yeah. you how tough it is. To be successful without an NFL team in your market and do this kind of deal, especially sit there and talk of having three stations, which doesn't make any sense at all. I think those guys are talented. They could find a job here in San Diego. And I don't know what the the backstory is with management and those guys. I mean, sure. you and I never had bad issues with management over there until you created them a couple of weeks ago here. But <laughs> <laughs> what did I for do? The, you and I are in a different situation. We really enjoy doing the podcast. It's funny how yeah. you say they did their best radio once they started streaming, which yeah. is exactly kind of what we do. Sure. Once you're able to get out of the whole guard of radio and you start showing your personality, everybody really loved it. You and I love what we do. But for those guys, they want to be on the air every single day on a radio station. 
And that's why I think, Darren, within 30 days from right now, you will hear him on 97.3. I think he's the easiest guy to hire. It's a, basically a one-man show. Now, I don't know what happens to Scott. I think you'd be crazy not to hire Scott. And I think you're crazy not to hire Stevie or Ben, any of those guys, because they were really good at what they were doing, and the numbers show they were really good. As much yeah. as we used to goof on different guys struggling, guess what? When things finally were at their best is when it came to an end. Uh, it just sucks, man. It just sucks. I don't understand why people are writing to us on social media thinking we're going to celebrate that we had it right. The only no. thing I would say is the people in that building that questioned our credibility, I told you at the time, they could shut the fuck up. Yeah. Right? Don't yes. fucking roll into this business. You've been in it for eight fucking months and think you know what the fuck you're talking about because you don't. But maybe next time we say something... Like we did on other things. I think we'll clock in a little sun today. Jesus. <laughs> wow. wow. Get that poor kid some aloe vera. <laughs> uh, we're watching Will Clark. But yeah, there were people within that building when we were told from Intercom and told from the iHeart building, yeah. look, we're hearing from a lot of people that 1090 is on shaky ground yeah. and it may be gone in March. They were people that know what the fuck they're talking about. We've known them for a long time. And then people that haven't been in this business very long go on and shoot their mouth off and question the crowd credibility of the show. Hey, fuck off. Yeah. I don't have anything to accomplish by saying where my buddies work is in bad times. But guess what? They weren't hearing it from their boss. Nope. There's a reason why people in that building were calling us on the day the signal went off because they couldn't get a phone call from Mike Glickenhouse, who turned out to be a huge fucking coward. Huge coward. Didn't have the balls to go to your team and say, hey, look, ma'am, this is what's going on. People that have been there. But Dave and I were not the problem. Do we celebrate anything tonight? Of course not. No Anybody way. who thinks that, you're a fucking idiot. Because while you have a radio, we've worked in it. You listen to these guys. We talk to these guys. These are friends. And for me, in my world, and I think Dave feels this way too, in the last two years, man, I have really started to live by the motto, friends are family. And I believe that. So it's easy for people to sit there and shoot your fucking mouth off on social media or anything else. You don't know shit. You don't know what it's like. To be there and all of a sudden you go, fuck, my whole world is turned upside down. It's happened to us six fucking times. So, yeah, sit there and shoot your mouth off. I'm heartbroken for all these guys. Everybody in that building. So, no, if I do anything, it would be to the people that say, yeah, I have better things to do. Dave has better things to do than just make up stories. We were right. We didn't want to be right. Yeah. And, I, and it sucks that we were right. Yeah. Cost is celebrating. I'm not going to lie. He's a dick. He's celebrating right now. He's going to see he might be number one. People think Mike went off the radio the day he left Rock 105. Was he on Rock 105? Yeah, he was there. Grandpa Mike. Bring, what? <laughs> I, think, I think people think, you know who was really good was Mike when he brought, when he uh, hung out with Anita Rush. Way back on Star. <laughs> That's when Mike peaked. No, none of those guys. I yeah. would say this. 
I don't know what happens to 97.3. There is no trickle-down benefit for the people at 1360. None. 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 There will be... I got a, a text today yeah. from a friend who said Hartman started his show today. Nothing about Fernando Tatis, which is the story of in this town today. Yeah. First 15 minutes from Hartman was the draft. That's absolutely clueless. Wow. As Steve has been his entire he spent time the entire in this week, market. Yeah, spent the entire weekend in L.A. like sure. he always does. Clueless. Yeah. The whole fucking thing. I haven't. What time's Nick on? Four? What time's he come on? With Hardwick? Yeah. It's 12. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure he probably did draft talk today, too. The places, they don't have a fucking clue. They're run by a guy who's a Kansas City Chiefs yeah. fan. Boy, what a great organization to hook your your hat to, right? Your your fucking horse. Yeah. You know what's interesting that you just said that as far as what they talk and what's going on? Today when I was looking for something to, to listen to, and I, I didn't flip over to Steve and those guys because I thought it would be a farewell show. I just didn't want to hear another farewell show. And it's not them. It's the listeners that play along with it. But I was going, I want to hear about Tatis. I want to hear mm-hmm. about the series you and I mentioned last night about going to Atlanta and how they've really been playing really good baseball, right. and especially on the road. So I was literally flipping around, just went to my, my phone, podcast, and I look for Padres, and I look for Dodgers. I just started listening to the yeah. baseball stuff that I wanted to hear. Yeah. And it's kind of kind of crazy. I didn't find anything local. I didn't hear Nick today. I didn't hear Hartman or any of those guys. But And, and I didn't hear Darren when he went off either. But it was one of those where this is the way it, it, it's kind of going. Again, I just hope those guys get paychecks. I don't care what the fuck they do. I just want those guys to get paychecks and not have that feeling of stress. I know Steve's going on a big... I think honeymoon because he never sell, had a honeymoon. So I Fuck. think it's coming up in a couple of weeks. That's hard to enjoy yourself when you're thinking, shit, when we get back, will we have, you know, enough money? You know, how does it work? Right. You know, the, the whole rush as far as going filing for EDD, you know, oh, all that bullshit that goes with being unemployed. Do you know what really sucks? And, and I was joking about it earlier. What really, really sucks about the whole deal is tonight for those guys, because we've done it. And it's crazy. It's when you go and you turn the alarm off on your phone. And I said to Woods, I go, man, you think I'm crazy. But that's when you go, shit, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. When you're watching Dodgers and Giants and you're not looking at the fact that Jeff Samarja threw 80 pitches through five innings and has one strikeout and thinking, God, you know, that's that's a wild number. I bet somewhere along the line tomorrow, if we yeah. come into conversation, I'm going to note that, wow, that's a big-time pitcher. Wouldn't you think he'd have more than one strikeout? You go, doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm not doing a show tomorrow. I don't have to talk about Greg Garcia. Why was Greg Garcia short and not Machado? I, I don't have a show to do. I'm not going to drive that same way. I don't have to get up. Right, Dave? I don't have to start the coffee pot. All those different things that have been part of your routine. I don't think anybody gets the UT anymore because that paper sucks. Posner sucks. He's a fucking joke. And and the idea that Kraz, of all people, is now their fucking media writer. Give me a fucking break. It's a joke. Fucking paper. the media writer quit. or just cover that story? Do you need well, a media well, writer? Well... I mean, if you're covering that story, you're the media writer. Oh, boy. That's like one story a year. 
Well, All right. Well, I guess. Go ahead. So when we got blown out in 2002 for the first time, we got blown out from KFMB. Yeah. And I remember coming home and the phone rings and what a different time it was because Dave and I had a lot of different relationships. I remember on that day talking to Kevin Towers and talking to Bruce Bochy, Billy Devaney, Tony Gwynn, so many other people that checked in with us. And they looked out for us because we got blown out because we wouldn't break the union. Yeah. We were union guys and we would not break the union. And for guys on teams that were union driven, that meant a lot. And it established pretty strong working relationships. And I remember Dave that night going to bed and going, wow, you know, it's going to be different tomorrow. I don't have a show, but I feel pretty good. And a paper that I still have in a column written by that dink, Posner, said Dave Jeff history at KFMB, the headline. And it's literally like reading your own obituary. Yeah, it is. And I wasn't used to that. And I was like, God damn. And uh, and that's the reality yep. that those guys face. Now, the benefit that they have is that there's been an amazing outpouring of support on social media which has been great. And yeah. I, Major Garrett, all these different people, writing to Darren in the different shows. Vera used to send me emails every day. Yeah. Really? I, I had that going for me. Yeah, you I did. didn't have social media, but I had Vera checking in. Yeah? How many attachments? <laughs> no attachment. She couldn't yeah. figure it out. She just emailed saying, how do you attach? And I didn't answer. Wow. That was it. You're right. We didn't have the benefit of that. No. You, you felt but, like you're out on an island. But they do, and it's great. But it's for Darren for 16 fucking years. You've been driving to the same building, right? All those people. And you go, man, all of a sudden tomorrow, 11 a.m., it's game over. Yeah. And I was just texting with him today because I know a lot of you like him for a show. And, and I've told this story in the past, but it's, but it's just. And then, Dave, whatever you want to do. I don't give a shit. But. <laughs> What are you talking about? What no, you whatever you want to cover. But but this, dude, this is who Darren Smith is. So I had left 1360 in 2010 because I just kind of had gone enough times around that lap or laps around that track. And I went to work for Dan Henderson at Clinch Gear. Yeah. And developed a little MMA show called Clinch Gear Radio that I had to buy time on at Extra. Paying eight hundred a month, two hundred bucks a week for uh, an hour show. Nobody's. Uh, we had zero fucking audience. Yeah. Darren calls me and he goes, "Dude, I don't know shit about MMA, but I like this show. I think it's pretty cool. I want it on ten ninety. Like we we need to get this on ten ninety. What are you paying? I got, dude. I pay eight hundred a month. It's nothing. He goes, "All right, hang on." And he comes back to me, goes, look, promise me, you cannot say shit. You cannot say shit because it's about 1500 bucks an hour over here. They were killing it at that time. Padre baseball chargers. Because, dude, I got you the same rate. Wow. You want to come over? And I go, fuck yeah. So we moved over. We brought my show over there. I think we went from an hour to two hours. And, uh. Because he opened that door for me, guys in the Inland Empire that worked at um, the Air Force Base 
introduced me to the guys from AFN. That helped me put that show on Armed Forces Network, which meant that every week my show was on in 144 countries and every ship at sea. That never happens if Darren doesn't say, dude, not only do I want you here, but I'm going to cash in a chip and go to the sales team and say, they're paying 800 at extra. Get that money here, even though it's probably half of what the other shows, Pete Gray and, and the other guys were paying. And then from there, that show parlayed into Sirius XM. Yeah. Where I didn't have to pay anymore, and they paid me. And when I canceled at 1090 and said, hey, man, I got picked up, the sales staff was thrilled for me. Darren was thrilled for me. And what that did was led to me and Dave doing a week's worth of fill-ins for Darren when he was out because I'd made good relationships over there. They knew the show. Dave and I got that. And then when that opportunity came, we did mornings there for 10 months. Why needed a fucking check? Yep. I had a mortgage. I had little kids. And Dave Stahl won too. He took your weekend spot. Dave Stahl won too. Yep. With his Hawaiian shirts that he got when he was day bartender at Islands in fucking Otay Mesa. But I mean, you go, dude, that's just, so that's why you go, fuck man, that's just, that's what these dudes do. No, that's they're all our friends. That's what Darren did, man. I was just looking at our buddy Tom Howell, who's one of the nicest guys yeah. behind this scene that all of a sudden's out of a job too. You know, so I know it's- 16 it, years been there. Frankie wow. Anthony, who will be in the garage. One of the Rich Brothers, PA voice of the Padres, got fucked over down there. Sure did. 16 years at 1090. Part of the FM show on Max and the Walrus, absolute icon in this town. And I said to him tonight, I go, man, just for radio, will you come in? He goes, you're on. Who was, um, how long was he producing Ted show in the mornings? Frank? At KFMB. Fuck, he and I were on that show together. Yeah. You were there too. I was there too. A couple years, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just... Just the man. And and the funny thing is, Dave, you and I would do the night show and my alarm would go off at like five and Frank was in there. Yeah. And he'd say, hey, Ted Leitner coming up at six. Jeff will have the sports. And I was like, well, fuck, I guess I got to go in. <laughs> but uh, it's Dude, just, I remember. I, fuck it. I'm going to tell the story. Anyway. Go ahead. So Ted show started at six, as you said. Oh yes, this story's great. And I, what time did you and I do sports? Like at six fifteen. Six fifteen. Or six eighteen. Okay. And we also didn't we also do it like every thirty minutes or yeah. some shit. So anyway, you and I are there always on time. Now Ted show is the guiding Ted Lightner morning uh -huh. show. <laughs> show starts at six. Six. There are plenty of times Ted would walk in like six twenty five. that's a little dramatic. Oh no, but it's he not. Would, he'd walk in at six oh eight. I'm, I'm going 625, uh, and when Frank comes in, I'll back it up. It. And if he doesn't back it up, we'll throw him the fuck out of here. So here's the deal. So Frank, how many how many verses of "What a man, what a man, what a mighty good man" <laughs> Dude, did they you play? Aren't kidding. Nineteen. God dang. We just saw Pete Rose's song. What the fuck is he doing? Was that Pete? It song? was. Pete had that same song. So then, <laughs> then Frank did nothing except saying 608 KFMB Ted Lightner Morning Show. Coming up in a few minutes. You know, yeah. that's it. Waiting for Ted to walk through the fucking door. Right. Man, Ted walks in the door. Don't ever turn the microphone on <laughs> and just fucking let him have it. I'm like, dude, what do you expect him to do? Right. I mean, he's running 8 million commercials and mentioning your name and oh, basically telling people, if you're waiting for Ted, I promise I'll be here. Just don't go anywhere. 
doing Padre Ted baseball. lost his shit, dude. It was great. Ted, Ted would get out. And Frank out. just being the team guy. Okay. Yeah. Well, you and I would have said, you know, you fuck off. You fucking do it. <laughs> get here on time, asshole. Shit. I just. Uh... Ted would cover it. I wish if we had cameras, like the camera phones like we have yeah. now. If he did pictures of what Ted wore during those shows, it was hilarious. It was great. Because he knew him wearing the suit and doing everything else. I was yeah. looking great for TV. Dude, he had a like green sweatpants and like an orange Oklahoma State sweatshirt on. I mean, it was like things were all over the fucking place. Like it completely got dressed in the dark, but hammered out a hundred percent great show. Yeah. I have no idea how the fuck they hustled him into doing that morning show while doing Padre baseball. Because he had white carpet at home and he needed Stanley Steamer to pay, clean that shit. He had to read those commercials. God <laughs> damn. How many times did he tell you about his white carpet? Look, <laughs> I had I had one thing that I would do for Ted's show. And this is how I got that gig. Mark Holda had it and Mark Holda couldn't fucking figure it out. Oh, that's right. When you came in for sports at 618 and you went to 629, don't fucking engage Ted. Leave him alone. He needs nine minutes to get his shit together and figure out what the fuck he's doing in the next segment. He just needs a break. He just called nine innings last night. He's going to be here. Just shut the fuck up. And Halda would consistently be like, hey, Ted, did you watch that game? And Ted's reading the paper doing something. He's not listening to you. I never took a disrespect. I couldn't give a shit. So I just fucking did the sports. Yeah. I did the sports, I had audio, and I tried to get a plug-in for our show and get out. But what I would do to fuck with Ted is I wouldn't engage him, but Frank and I would find, especially this time of year, audio clips with French Canadians talking playoffs. Yeah. And you would have these strong, heavy French-Canadian accents, and I would run 19-second sound bites <laughs> of Gilly Gilbert breaking down the overtime goal. I'd play the goal, and it would be this guy, and you could not understand a fucking word he said. <laughs> and I would play that bite, yeah. and all of a sudden, the paper that Ted was holding up incredibly high would come down. So he's looking at me, and I'm just looking at him. And I would just say all the time, you know, that guy right there, that's the heart of a lion. <laughs> You're hearing it. You understand now why his team buys into what he said, right? And he just loved it. Yeah. And he would go off on a tangent, and I'd always find some crazy player, just some audio. That was it. Don't yeah. engage him. He's going to hear it. He's going to go off, get in. Dave and I are back tonight at 7. Yeah. And get the fuck out. It's not the Jeff show. It's not the Mark Halder show. It's the Ted show. And that was my gig. That was it. Well, I did the same damn thing. And it was funny. The thing is, you didn't know if you were going to talk for a minute and a half because he would jump in. Right. Or you were going to go 11 minutes. You know what I mean? You just yeah. had to be prepared for 11 minutes in case he doesn't jump in. He, uh, Those guys treated me great, man. They treated me great. But... Um, uh, just to wrap up the 1090 talk, I'm incredibly sorry for for all my friends. And okay. It's, it's a huge, huge void that I think that guy just got hit right in the cock. Is that Posey? <laughs> you can't say that. Oh, you can't say that here. You can't say that. Yeah, Posey got hit right in the cock. God damn. God damn. There was a hockey coach. Yeah. 
And he said last week, Puck came up over it, and he's and they said, where did it hit you? He said, hit me right in the cock in my left nut. <laughs> hit me right in the head. And it was like, whoa. And the guy, like, got up to one leg, and he was like, keep going. Keep going. Because his team was on the power play. And he's, don't worry. I'm going to puke. And he's like, just keep the game going. And I thought he got hit, like, in the regular head. And then he's like, he got hit in the dickhead. Oh, shit. Go. Go, go, go. Because the other team was shorthanded. He didn't want him to get a break. And you could just see he was just sweating. And I was like, God, that had to hurt like a son of a bitch. <laughs> like someone slammed it in the car door. Yeah, he's <laughs> just yelling at the equipment guy. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what fucking job? God damn it, this guy hit right in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real quick, play the game with me. Let me hear it. Who's the first former 1090 employee to find a job? Uh, first former. It doesn't have to be a host. No. Uh, it'll be Paul. Paul. Yeah, Paul. And he'll be working at Lowe's. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I meant in the business. Oh, in none. <laughs> what are you talking? Does Locally? Mar Marty doesn't find a producing job? Oh, I don't know what happens there. I don't know what happens there. I really don't. I don't know. She Look, she has a really tough reputation, man. And Marty... Marty didn't go out of her way to engage with other people in this in this town. Um, I think it might be tough for her. Really, really good at what she does. Uh, I don't know. I tell you, what, I'm gonna call the shot right now. You ready? Yeah. You aren't gonna like this at all. All right. Why won't I like it? Br. Ernie Martinez out. Marty in. Producing the afternoon show on 1360. For who? For Hartman and uh, Rich. Oh, she's not doing that. Fucking no They've been way. trying to push Ernie out for years. We know it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I get that. But but she's not going to do that. She's not going to that show. No way. You know what's going to happen, honestly? Mm-hmm. Darren's not. Darren might take a while before he decides what he wants to do. He's been doing this long he time. Should. He probably needs a little bit of a break, okay? Yeah. Put, kind of regroup, see where he stands. I don't know where he's at financially, but he doesn't have kids. And we know how expensive kids are. Yeah. And maybe Marty says, I'm not going anywhere except for wherever Darren ends up. And it might end up hurting her. Maybe she needs to find that job and take Ernie's job. Ernie's out. Ernie's out. Um, I think what Marty would realize quickly is those shows aren't used to what she's... Those shows are not as good as what she's used to. And I think she would get frustrated in a hurry. Because she would go in and go, the show sucks. I'm used to working on a show where it's good, and I don't know what happens to her. I really don't. I like her, man. I like her. If if, yeah, I don't know. She, uh, man, that's a tough one. But uh, I don't know. They would be smart to do it, but she's been on that show, Dave, since fuck. How long? Well, she was with Scott and Br before that forever yeah i mean she's she's been there i think yeah. 16 years and she's probably been on darren's show for eight yeah yeah 
don't know, man. That's the kind of thing where you go. It's just, it's really, really hard for that. And tomorrow, so tomorrow, this little twerp, Jay Myers, who's the CEO. Oh, yeah, fuck. Completely forgot about Jay Myers. That fucking dipshit. He's flying in from Florida. And is he going to meet with all them? Where are they at? Do you know what anything else? Like, are they moved yeah, their 11, shit out of the building? I mean, what's going on in that they building? They told him be back in the building tomorrow, Ooh. Tuesday at eleven, and bring a box. That's all they said. Bring a box. Bring a box. Then why is Jay coming in to keep Mike looking at him, getting the shit kicked out of him? Well, fuck, uh, Jay will get the sh- Jay's five two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why would he come in? Yeah, he better watch. Go it. Charlie's Angel style. Just put him on the speaker. Right. Um, I don't know what happens. I don't know what happens. Look, those guys have contracts. Yeah. Are they going to get paid out? Are they getting a severance? Are they going to do the right thing? Or are they going to get fucked over? What do you think the right thing is? Uh, the right thing is you have to... The people that are under contract, you need to pay them out. So pay, You aren't going to pay those guys out. If you go bankrupt, you don't pay them out. You're going to get a five-day severance like you and I got. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. But what happens for the Caswells, the Caruth, Pauls, um, Padillas, that's really... Yeah. Dave, that to me are the guys, Teddy Mendenhall and the rest of them. Like, I, I just, I'm really, those are good people. And, and I don't know what happens. It, it's layoffs. Yeah. But when we got laid off at iHeart the day Obama got sworn in... Yeah. I got six months severance. Dave and I were allowed. They wrote a letter freeing me to freelance at 8.30, do an angel talk, which we did. And I was able to draw unemployment. Yeah. So I, I was able to triple dip. And iHeart brought me back as soon as my severance ended. They treated me incredibly fair. I cannot complain about anything when I left iHeart. And when you and I left iHeart the last time, they treated us fair. Yeah. They did. They have treated us fair both times we've left. Much I, better than than 1090. Oh, 1090 was a fucking joke. Yeah. yeah. 1090 was a joke. CBS, I think, treated us, I thought, okay. I don't recall. I don't remember. Yeah, I thought we were okay for CBS, but, but 1090 is a joke, man. But it's just, it's very, very weird for all Bring of us. Bring a box. Fuck, dude. Bring a box. Scott and You're BR done. have so much shit in their office, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, to you all. Yeah. Who gets LT? <laughs> I was in that building less than a month ago. You were there, yeah. I was in that building less than a month ago because the high school baseball team was on their high school show, and on the wall there are autographs by celebrities still written to you and me on that wall. Yeah, kind of weird. Um, I was in there about a year ago for one of Steve's nineteen different podcasts. Yeah, and I hadn't been in there since the day I left. You just walk through, and you you walk through, and. I know you just you remember what I tried to do, Dave. At that point, was just remember the good people, not the bad people. Yeah. And Steve and I had a blast in there, so I left on on good terms. But man, it's just. Uh, did you remember how to get there? All the the little turns to get in, or did you have to? Yeah. Map quest. Well, here's what I hope. I hope Kaplan's been a maniac with live Twitter. Yeah. Does he live Twitter the the meeting tomorrow at eleven? Oh shit. Does he? That'd does be he crazy. put that on? Yeah. He put that on Twitter. Yeah. Big boy. <laughs> would you do it? No, I would definitely you would would not, not do it. No, I, I would not. I wouldn't would. do that. I wouldn't. You're scared. No, nah, just you're a lot scared. of times you're gonna sit there. Look, Kaplan, if he's looking for another job, which of course he will be, 
whether it's in Houston or anywhere else, yeah, you don't want your possible future employer to well, see that if you let now. go, you freak the fuck out and dynamite the place. I mean, Jesus, let's get a grip. Yeah, but too late now, man. Yeah, oh, he okay. went crazy last yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> Elston thinks he carried it over the top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy shit. Uh, just a reminder, um, I'm out of town Thursday to Thursday. Yeah. So, I don't know. You can do whatever you want. You're just going to come in here and do your own show solo. That's, that's it. I'm just going to trash the shit out of Manny Machado. <laughs> just just come I, in as coach. Yeah, I, I can't do coach. I'll just do Boach and me. Do Boach. I'll be, be like Phil Hendry show. <laughs> just do it Boach and me. Bring Vera in. And then <laughs> Hello? Bring miserable Padre fan in? No. I'm, no. He's out. He's out. He doesn't Everybody's treat me out. well. That's it. All right. There you go. Hey, um, a couple things I will ask you about the Padres in just a second. But I, I do want to mention, this is pretty cool. All right? And more and more people, obviously, are, are supporting the podcast. Yep. People are interested in advertising on the podcast. We, we told you that it's growing like crazy. People don't drop off because it actually works. If you're interested in advertising on the podcast – Recommend that you reach out to Jeff or myself. You can get me at uh, DavePalet at gmail.com. Simple. My last name, P-A-L-E-T. DavePalet at gmail.com. Do you want them reaching out to you? Uh, yeah. It's all right. Uh, what I always say, you, you can send me an email. More than likely, I'm not going to read it. But jp.seth at Yahoo or at Gmail. No, we'd love to. Because right now... Uh, the show is grown. Yeah. It's grown, and we're happy to do it. It had nothing to do with the demise of 1090. It's just people have found it. They like it. We'd love to have you on board. Okay, so we have a new advertiser tonight that I want oh, to mention. So great. And I'm really excited because, if anything, this is straight up your alley. thousand percent. Straight up your alley. As soon as we, we, we started talking, and, and you didn't get all the details until later on. I don't want to yeah. tell you what was happening, but I was like, oh. Jeff's going to be on cloud nine right here. Yep. Okay, hot sauces and more. Here's the deal. I invite you to go to the website, okay? It's hot sauces, and it's N, not and. It's nmore.com, hot sauces and more.com. And check out everything they have going on. And it's not just, hey, what do you mean just hot sauces? No, it's not hot sauces, all right? Yeah. We're talking about everything that you talk about with the weather getting warmer uh. and barbecuing and everything you can do to make this summer outstanding. Jeff talked about, even with, with his ex-wife, about taking care of her on her birthday. I'll be back to our Mother's Day. I'm flying look back. At you. From, yeah, I'm flying back from Toronto. And I told her, look, Dave, it, it's a divorce. Yeah. But she's still my kid's mom, and we are setting a good example. And my sons and I are grilling dinner for her on Mother's Day. And my sons are going to help me for the first time with steaks and chicken on the grill. Are you going to let them help or make them just watch you? No, 100%. They, they cook all the time. Good. They're, they're almost 12, and so they're ready to run the grill. Okay, so again, when we talk about the grill, oh. and we talk about being outside, yep. and again, I suck at this, and I straight out was honest. Come on over, said, I'll teach you. I, I've heard it a million times. My wife says the same thing. She's really good at it, too. I'll teach you how to do it. But you know what? I have someone that does it for me, so I kind of always say, go ahead. Well, I'll, that'll I'll be Steve on. Woods, your new valet. <laughs> Hi, Sugar. But this is really cool. Again, hotsaucesandmore.com. Check it out. They've got a bunch of things going on, including the San Diego Egg Fest. This is Sunday, June 9th, 2019, all right, just a couple months away, right before Father's Day. And the reason it's right before Father's Day is to give you some great ideas of some of the things that are going on. And it's right around the corner from where we are right now. Yep. Uh, 20 to 30 chefs cooking a variety of things, endless samples. But here is what's really, really cool. There are going to be four different classes which include the following, cooking with wood. Dave, this one is so important 
because when you cook with wood, it adds a completely different flavor to your steaks, to your burgers. Maybe you've been to your local steakhouse and they say, hey, you can have it grilled or we'll do it with wood. But I think there's plenty of us, myself included, where you go, I'm not exactly sure how to do it. Do, yeah. you, put it, do you put the wood off to the side from the steaks and the burgers? Do you want it directly below? Patty Fisher Sharp will be there teaching that class at 1030 in the morning. At Coming up at noon, the, the big green egg. Yeah. Everybody wants a big green egg. I want a green egg, right? It's the way to go. But a lot of us don't know because we're used to a gas grill. At 12 noon at Egg Fest, Sunday, June 9th, whole breakdown, Eggs 101. Next one, coming up at 1 o'clock, Apple Mustard Pork Belly by Chef David Rose. And then at 2.30, this is amazing, prime rib on the grill. They're yes. going to pre-sale the demo Big Green Egg at a big discount. They need more chefs. You can go to Hot Sauces and More dot com slash events dave how fantastic is that because i think you look at it and just for me yeah my sons were talking about it the other day they go hey if we like grilled chicken sandwiches i'm like i'll whip you up a grilled chicken sandwich right now but there are certain things that we just talked about the pork or using wood or using the big green egg where you say okay i'm pretty good at triple a stuff but i want to get called up to the bigs Sunday, June 9th, right around the corner at Otay Mesa. Otay Ranch Mall. Or Otay Ranch Mall, excuse me. We're going to get you caught up on everything. Absolutely. I also want to mention our good friend Brian Curry. We talk about summer and changes and kids getting out of school and maybe looking for a new school district. Find that perfect house. Brian Curry is your guy selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 20 years. He is a certified negotiation specialist, a member of the Council of Residential Specialists. Don't forget prior 10 years before that, he was a helicopter crewman. We love our guys in the military. And guess what? Brian Curry is one of them. He's your guy for your new house, your new property. Also, if you're looking for someone to manage your property, call Brian Curry at 619 619- Two five one one five eight eight six one nine two five one one five eight eight. I told Brian the other day. I said we need to do something when we go to open houses that's going to differentiate us from all these other dipshits walking in. Because <laughs> what are you thinking? Yes. I said I think I have the exact plan, and what we're going to do is Brian and I are going to get a helicopter. Okay, we're each going to get matching aviators. I like it. When we fly in with the helicopter, we're just going to drop it down. But we're going to just find a random car. We're just going to park the helicopter right on top of that car. <laughs> we're going to jump down. Remember, Brian and I have matching aviators. Guess yes. what else we're both going to have? Banaka Blast. Squirt, squirt. <laughs> Who do I need to see here that needs to make a deal? Maybe you know Brian Curry. And I'm going to walk in. Next thing you're going to hear is just this sweet jingle, jingle, jingle like this. Hey, guess what, Jeff? Here's the keys to your new house. I know we were asking four hundred thousand, but it's yours for a hundred and eleven because we love the way you and Brian roll. Like you're goddamn right you do, sweetie. Ditch that dead weight old man of yours and you give me a call, okay? Wink wink. See you later. <laughs> Where do you get Banaka anymore? I don't even I haven't know. I've been Banaka since like nineteen seventy six. Don't worry, Brian and I'll have it. Uh, I just, I think Dave. The more and more I go, the more I'm gonna buy another place. I love owning my own place. I love owning it. And I read San Diego Magazine sucks. Yeah. I read San Diego Magazine the other day, and they're talking about all the different places you can live. And I go, why the fuck would I waste two minutes reading this shithole magazine when I got the best in the business in Brian Curry? Yeah. And look, uh, unfortunately, there are people that have to leave town. They're leaving San Diego because things are going on at 
things change, it gets expensive here. Maybe your maybe your work situation changes and you're moving out. You need help moving that house and you need it to move fast, allowing you to start your new life. That's when you want to give Brian a call. Absolutely. Brian's your guy. Also, don't forget about Alan Taylor. Taylor made pools, that perfect pool for the summertime. Nothing says summer like a brand new pool. Having your friends over, having your family over, having a great time in your brand new pool from Taylor Made Pools. Alan Taylor, been making pools in San Diego for more than 20 years. He also can fix the pool that you have that's not working the way it's supposed to. Make sure you call Alan Taylor, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Man, you know where they don't need a Taylor Made pool? Is in beautiful Mississauga, Ontario, where I'm heading on Thursday, oh where it's 44 degrees. Really? Yeah, really. Jesus. But you know where you do need a tailor-made pool is anywhere in San Diego County. And you look at the weather. Dave, it was so wild today. I don't know if you noticed it. You were in Del Mar. Pouring rain this morning in Carlsbad. About 1030 this morning. Absolute pouring rain. And I went out at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It couldn't have been nicer. It was beautiful out. Just absolutely beautiful out. And you just sit there and you go, we talked about what's going on. With Egg Fest and having that barbecue, what better place to have it than right yeah. by your pool? Go to our website at DaveAndJeffShow.com. Check out what uh, Alan has done for people because we could talk about it, and we're really, really good at painting a picture. I mean, come on. Let's all be honest. Yeah. That's why you're here because you feel like you're by the pool hanging out. We've already said maybe the great uh, – I don't know, Dave. You pick – who's your favorite actress from – 1994, Kelly LeBrock. <laughs> LeBrock was never my favorite, but okay. Elizabeth Hurley. I go Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson's right there. She's saying, "Dave, how's it coming with the with the chicken kebabs?" <laughs> and you're like, "Well, it's coming along fine. Why don't you enjoy the pool hot thing, and I'll yell at you when it's ready." And you just hear that soft splash as she jumps into your tailor-made yeah. pool. Well, right now, when you look over there. It's some lady with a raspy voice. It sounds like you're on Emma. Are you ever going to get that shit over here? With a heater in her hand? Yeah. <laughs> Work in a parliament? <laughs> Fuck. Build a pool and all of a sudden she's out, Pam's in. Starts with a call to TaylorMade Pool. Awesome. That's absolutely great. Also, don't forget about the websites as well. Perfect website waiting to be built by our man Kyle Fluger, 619 619- 500-6621. Again, give Kyle a call. Fix up that business. 619-500-6621. So great. And just talking to people about different things they need to do with their own website. Blogs are coming. I told you I'm going to write a complete blog. My travel log. I'll be like James Kirk. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? It wasn't good when he did it. Travel log Chicago. I have to fly to O'Hare on Thursday. Uh, scheduled for snow in Chicago on Thursday. Whether oh or not I get out of Chicago and get into Toronto will be a complete clusterfuck. <laughs> uh, last time I was there, four different times on and off. But we'll write you a travel log. We'll send some pictures along from uh, one of the really, really great cities is uh, Toronto, Ontario. Hockey Hall of Fame on Monday. And probably a lot of places where I just plan on drinking a shitload of Jack and Coke. I like it. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, old school Canadian whiskey. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, and then I'm going to get all fucked up and do shots of maple syrup. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> oh, no. That's what I like to That'd hear. That would kill you, I think. I don't even know what I was thinking. <laughs> that would kill you. But all of that coming up, we'll have all the new blogs coming up on uh, on the website at DaveAndJeffShow.com. You know, I, I'm going to ask you a Padre thing in a second, but I was just thinking about something that you brought up yesterday. We, we'd spent some time talking about the horrible shooting in Poway. Yep. You know, and, and if you watch the news tonight, it, it's all over the place and the outpouring of the community was outstanding to see. She, she was laid to rest today. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people might not understand in the Jewish religion, they put you in the ground within 48 hours. Yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, the Rolling Stones, you go on tour for two and a half weeks and then you have a, so, uh, you know, basically the, the funeral. It's that's why she went in the ground so quickly. That's why they do it that way. But it was impressive to see what they did in Poway because I know the people in Poway are really embarrassed, you know, and it's a great community, one of the best ones we have. We were talking a little bit about anti-Semitics and we were talking about, you know, even Jim Trotter's name came up because we've talked about racism before. The, the, my immediate boss, okay, again, I work in Del Mar. My immediate boss is a black guy, okay, okay. 25 years old, looks, looks older, but 25 years old. Probably Jeff, because he's worked his ass off, makes probably about a half a million dollars a year. Wow. Okay. He went out to lunch today, and he went to a pokey place. I'm not going to name the place on on the podcast. I'm not going to okay. do it. He comes back with a bowl about the size of my hands mm-hmm. together, really small, actually. Mm-hmm. And he says, hey, this place down the street here, when they served my food, they said $18. Well, it doesn't say $18, but for him, it was $18. Okay. And he says, I'm not paying $18 for that. And he says, I want to talk to your manager. And the manager comes out and looks at him and says, you know, maybe people like you who can't afford lunch shouldn't come in in places like this. Whoa. Have no idea, you know, how much money he makes or what Whoa. he does. Dude, right. it, was, it was straight racism. When he was right. telling me the story, I was so fucking pissed going, this is ridiculous. You know, yeah. it, was, it was embarrassing to go, how, how the hell does this happen? I go, what did you do? And he stayed calm. He goes, I want to talk to the person who owns the place. Yeah. And the person who owns the place basically said, give him the food, re- refund his money, and give him a drink. And, and that's it. Like, the, make, try and make it right. Yeah. But it was so insane and so ridiculous to think that would happen. But to say you can't afford it. Like, the guy makes, you know, half a million dollars a year. And because of his skin color, completely got fucked over. It, it's, I was chatting with friends. There's a coffee shop where I used to go every morning in Carlsbad. And I hadn't been going for a long time. But... There's an older couple that's in there on a daily basis, and I just love them, man. Uh, Charlie and Betty. Yeah. And they're great. And they're probably late 70s, early 80s. And he loves Yankee baseball. They're from New Jersey. And we just chat all the time. And they've seen a lot in their life. Yeah. And that's why I like talking to them. And I asked him today, I said, man, you guys have seen a lot. Can you ever remember a time when there was so much open hatred in the country. I said, oh, yeah, 50s and 60s. 50s and 60s, man. I go, we have gone backwards. In over 60 years. Right. In civil rights and just the way we treat people, our mentality. And it's so embarrassing who we are as a society, where we are with leadership on a local level. Faulkner's a fucking joke. Just a fucking joke, right? I mean, we can't do anything in this town. Our gas prices are a joke. The people that we continue to vote in at the local level, on the state level, we can't do anything. Why Why the fuck can Arizona or Nevada 
be paying $2 less for a gallon of gas than we're paying. It all comes from the same refineries yeah. because we're all fucking clueless and we're all lazy and entitled. And we just figure, ah, we won't do it. We'll let somebody else do it. And then you just look at it on a national perspective. I watch Mitch McConnell talk. I go, this fucking guy, man, how do you sleep at night, right? What a fucking little rat face weasel this guy is. And all the way up and down from the absolute top all the way through either side of the aisle, doesn't matter, blue or red. It's just like, you go, fuck, man. We have nobody left that that really goes, yeah, I'm in it anymore. And uh, it sucks. And it concerns you. It shit, not only concerns you for my kids, it concerns me for me yeah. and you and anybody else. And it's just like, God damn, we are going backwards fast and nobody seems to give a shit about stopping it. Crazy. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, Dave, I go, to, I go to Canada and spend a week up there. Yeah. And people ask all the time. They're like, God damn, what's going on down there? Yeah. Like, they, Canada loves the States. They love it. It's kind of like we always joke about how L.A. loves San Diego. Um. The difference being that I don't know any of us down here that hate Canada, right? No. Everybody we just kind of go, yeah. But they're like, I'm up there and you hang out with people. A lot of friends up there that, that do business on either side. They're close to Buffalo and and they're just they're just curious. It's like, shit, man, what happened? Like, what's going on yeah. down there? Is it that crazy? Is it that out of control? And you go, yeah, sadly it is. We've, we've kind of... Like this shit that happened today. I mean, circling it back to 1090. I sent Darren a text today. I said, radio has become like the WWE. There's such a lack of professionalism. There's such a lack of just standards in the way we treat people anymore. Nobody gives a shit. And and I don't know. You could point the, your finger in a million different directions as to what's the cause of it. But... Yeah, just this idea that, hey, right in the middle of a show, we're going to cut the stream or any other example of what we saw in Poway. Shit, it's really, really going the wrong direction. And I'm terrified, really, Dave, who I'm terrified more than anything. I was thinking about our buddy Larry Thomas today. Oh, yeah. 28 years in law enforcement. Because law enforcement and military used to mean something. And for a lot of us, it still does. But for those guys making routine traffic stops right now because of situations you've seen with cops and, and other things, holy cow. I, I don't know how those guys do that job every day because the, the common citizens freaked out. The cops are freaked out. Agitation gets there quickly. Woo. Freaks you out. It does. All right. I'm going to make things a little bit lighter because... Uh... Won't get a chance to talk Padres for a while, but I'm going to ask okay. you about the Padres. They lose game one in the series against the Braves. All right. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. I didn't catch the game. The only thing I caught from this game is what I read upon the game. Greg Garcia uh, struggled. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the disappointing thing. Okay. So I'll let you give me the pronounce, uh, pronunciation of the pitcher. Yeah. Margie Vicious. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, that's the way close. That's the way I would pronounce it. So, but it always seems like that's the wrong way to do it. He actually did very well. Okay. He, he actually did very well. He um, he got the start tonight. He only gave up one earned run, okay? Okay. Five and two-third innings, one earned run, three strikeouts. 
And the deal is, it was errors. You know, Hosmer can unfortunately had trouble with the glove tonight, and they end up losing by a score of three to one. So when you look at the team and go, that's baseball. Shit like that happens, okay? But when you look at what's going on with Tatis, and the good news is they say it's not a tear in the hamstring. So okay, that, good. as we said, he'd be a young guy. He should come back even sooner than uh, most guys with that injury that say mm-hmm. if he was 35 years old. They definitely need him back in the lineup. But in all seriousness, when you look at Machado first month of the year, mm-hmm. concerned? Well, what I'm sick of is every broadcaster, radio and TV, that continue to say, boy, when he lets go, it's going to be crazy. When he gets there, he sounds these broadcasters, and Ted and Jesse are both doing it. Yep. And I hear more radio than I do TV. Stop. Stop saying it. Because if he doesn't go crazy, then what are you going to say? His career history says that he should. Yep. But look. Yesterday is up with the bases loaded, two out. That's a big time Machado. He didn't perform. Okay. Not off the bandwagon. But it's just this idea we sound like a parent that says, if you do it again, you're going to be in trouble. If you do it again, boy, I tell you what, when he gets hot, look out. Boy, when he turns it loose, and like, all right, stop. I don't know. No, I'm not concerned because he still makes incredible plays in the field. And I think. Ultimately, I would take him every day of the week. I don't know what's going on offensively. He hasn't had a chance. I don't know if he's pressing. I have no idea what's going on. Remember this. He did not finish well with the Dodgers either. Nah, no, I'm aware of that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people who are L.A. fans will tell you he's the reason they lost the World Series. The guy well, hit like 178. Good. Well, good. He good. brought it right here. Well, I like him even more. It's like having the measles. Now you have the measles. Well, I'll tell you the one thing is your shitty organization. Oh, don't turn this shit on me. Charlie Steiner giving him the stink eye every day. Got in his head. Like Charlie Steiner? Yes, sir, I just did. He's hitting 235. On the record. I don't know, but I don't. We all are aware of what he can do offensively. Shit. I don't get why you wouldn't play him, and I know it was brought up today. I guess we'll see the answer tomorrow. Ty France is a hot bat. Yes, he is. He played third base. Machado can play short. God damn, they are going to run Kinsler out there every opportunity unless they're trying to flip him or do whatever. Flip um, him for what? Nobody wants Kinsler. No, but I'm saying if they keep sending him out there. 0 for 3 and only dropped to 134. God, well, if we could just get him. Remember, he was our best hitter in spring training, which I said spring training is a joke. All we need him to do is go about 24 for 25. And then we could probably flip him as long as we eat six million of the remaining six point eight on his contract. <laughs> but yeah, it's really incredibly frustrating some of the lineups that are going out, whether it's from the front office or from Andy. I don't know. Do but, you think? Or two things. Since you mentioned lineups, isn't it time you put Machado in the two hole? Every yeah. one of the bats in the two hole does yeah. very well. Yeah. But the Dodgers used to bat him in the two hole. Yeah. I mean, this Where is the way. See tonight. Three again? Analytics okay. tell you you bat your best hitter in the two hole. Yeah. Why don't you give him some protection and bat him in the two Who'd hole? Who they have in two tonight? They had uh, Reyes. For okay. real Reyes in the two hole. Yeah. He was in the three hole. Hosmer was in the four hole. Yeah, it would put him right there. Yeah. I mean, it's about time, right? I, I like the guy who wrote to us on social media tonight. Hey, Dave and Jeff, Austin Hedges just got a hit so you both can fuck off. Oh, wait. He struck out on three straight pitches. Shit. Hitting 175. Damn, man. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Those guys, there are days when I'm like, I wish Padre Twitter just set the lineup because I'd be a lot less yeah. frustrated. I'm with you on that. Okay, so uh, my, my last Padre question for you. Uh-huh. AJ, out of all the signings he's had, which one is the most frustrating one in oh, his time? Oh, by far. By far, it's this Kinsler deal. Yeah, this one drives it crazy. Oh, more yeah. Than, more than Jared Weaver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%, because those guys were all bridge guys. Yes, it should have been Urias. Urias. Oh, no, I'll tell you. Um, Go ahead. Uh, I actually, Kinsler's two. To me, the Myers deal yeah. is number one. Drives it crazy. Yeah, the Myers deal is number one, because he should have just been... Yeah, he could have been whatever. $3 million guy. Yeah. You could have flipped him off. There there was no reason at all to give him that extension. No. Myers, to me, because of the money involved, is one. Kinsler's two. Yeah. Because incredibly unnecess- unnecessary on both of those deals. And especially if you were going to sign Myers to that deal, you should have front-ended the deal. When you had the chance and then kind of do what you did with Hosmer where the numbers tail off because you, you may have had an opportunity to flip him. But to, but to have it backloaded like it is, uh, yeah, that's the one number one. Kinsler's a very, very close 1A for me. Is Myers a guy if he played, let's say, let's say they were able to flip him, okay? Uh-huh. David Fries. Uh, is, he, uh, is Myers a guy that if you flipped him to a team like the Yankees, the Red mm-hmm. Sox, the Cardinals? Mm-hmm. That you get a different player, like you know what I mean, like a hundred percent every day. I still can't get over the play on Sunday where he didn't catch the home run ball that hit the top of the fence. Unbelievable! Where he, he wasn't even close. But he looked down at his feet again. The warning track is fifteen feet in every ballpark. No reason to look at your fucking feet, Dave. I think you could put him on any team in baseball, and I think you could put him anywhere. And I think we would view him the way we view uh, James Shields or Kemp or anybody else that kind of had a lap that came through here for you're just going to look at him yeah and if he went there and became a 25 home run guy you'd go like well hey whatever the only guy like i think that makes us all nuts is jed jerko right because jerko was given so many opportunities here and he couldn't capitalize on any of them and then he goes to st louis and we're still paying him two and a half million a year and he's hitting the shit out of the ball and you're like God, <laughs> but I just, man, the the Myers deal, the Kinsler deal, though, when you knew you had Urias coming up and you knew you had Tatis coming up, like why, why when his offensive production had been so, had declined so much over the last couple of years, why you felt the need to give him a two-year deal? Uh, it makes absolutely no sense. So oh, I'm with you. Yeah. If somebody told me Kinsler won Myers too, uh, I'd, think you're wrong but i could understand it but for me it's myers because you'd have a lot more flexibility with this team if you had myers off the roster but kinsler off the roster would be pretty good too want to mention something that's just a great deal and it doesn't matter your age i'll be honest with you the sooner you start the better off you're going to be and that's going to be by getting in touch with our guy dan williams dan williams is your guy especially if you're a guy that's a first-time home buyer if you're a veteran Dan is your guy to help you with your financial needs. And so many people think, I have my finances in order. Are you set for retirement? Do you know what you're going to do in the future? Do you know how to get money when you're going to need it? Dan is your guy, and he's the guy that's going to keep you educated. He's going to build relationships. And again, he's looking out for guys that, you know what, I want to make sure my retirement's okay. I don't want to be the guy that has to live off my kids. Make sure that you give Dan Williams a call. 
858-688-6813. That number again, 858-688-6813. Yeah, absolutely the best when it comes to helping you set the financial plan so not only can you borrow smart, but you can repay smart. You know what? It's a great title for a book. Unfortunately, Dan beat me to it. <laughs> and that book is the cornerstone of his mortgage practice because it helps you incorporate your personalized mortgage plan into your overall financial plan. When I used to do finances for homecomings, Dave, I used to look at people that couldn't afford a mortgage payment, and I would look, and their whole financial plan every month was screwed up. They were paying... Uh, 500, 600 bucks a month on an unsecured credit card and they weren't making their mortgage payment because people would call at them or yell at them or do whatever. And that's when you need help. Know what you don't know. And that's why Dan can help you out. I mentioned the first book, which is Borrow Smart, Repay Smart. Yep. His second book is How to Purchase a Home with No Down Payment. And it's absolutely great, especially if you are in the military. You can get both of those books right now by going to sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. Contact Dan for any of your mortgage, refinance. Boy, refi right now would probably go a long way, as well as purchase. Even if you're looking at a reverse mortgage, Dan can help you with all of it. 858-688-6813. First time homebuyer, if you're a veteran, what we're trying to do is get you educated so we can build that relationship with Dan. All of a sudden, you're going to have peace of mind. 858-688-6813. There you go. All right. Big week for you. Headed to Toronto? Yeah, I love it, man. It's great. We go for uh, trade shows, so it's long days, but great for us because people that I deal with almost every day, and they come in from all over Canada and the States, and we hang out. We hang out. So we'll be there, and then... Um, and then next Monday, when we should be doing a show, I'll be at the Hockey Hall of Fame, which I've never been to. Tuesday night, we're going to hang out. I'm gonna, I may try to go. How deep should I go, Dave, to try to get into Raptors-Sixers game six? That would be really cool. How if you deep, have an opportunity, you got to go. How, how deep do you go? Like Think about before we had a mortgage payment, kids and everything. I paid. Oh, I want to ask you this. And you only buying one ticket? Uh. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah, my sidekick should buy so, both of them. Yes. But, but since, since, I, since I'm sitting there saying that you should go, what's already, the highest you ever paid for a ticket for a sporting event? Oh, that's a good question. I can tell you right now, mine. Go ahead. What is it? Four hundred fifty bucks cash. Okay, like it was nothing for Leonard Durand too. Oh, that'd be worth June twelfth, eighty nine, outdoors, Caesar's Palace. Uh, walk through the pool area where you yeah. saw every celebrity. Insane fight, laid out four hundred and fifty bucks, and didn't blink an eye. And I, I look at that's that equivalent now, to about seven hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. look at that now. I'm like, holy shit, that's actually three car payments yeah. for me right now <laughs> because I have good credit. My car payment. I'm like, I I gave up three car payments. Had a blast. Me and my buddy Ben Gallo. Um, I tell you, man, three fifty for what for NBA game. Who'd you see? Oh no, not me. Fuck, I don't remember how much I. I paid. I've had some great tickets given to me over the years. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think how much have I paid just. What for about myself? a concert? Did you ever pay like a scalper price for no, a concert? Never have. No. I don't remember that either. No, I bet five hundred bucks on a game, <laughs> but, yeah. but I've never. Uh, I don't think I can't remember spending a ton of money on tickets. Someone always seems to come through. 
But I, for you, since you're already there, I mean, you're, the plane ticket and everything's already taken care of. Yeah. And you got the hotel. Go 350 at least. Just for yourself. Right? Yeah. Do, do it. Yeah. We'll see. But I think the problem is that city loves the Raptors. Yeah. I mean, they love the Raptors. So, How about Kawhi has never lost the Sixers in his career? Yeah, shit. It may not be yeah. a game six. They may. How'd that game go tonight? I don't know. I was here with you. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, I can check it out for you. Watch. I just said that watch. They probably lost. I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll I t- need to know that. <laughs> to know what the hell I'm going to do. But I would encourage anybody. Dude, fucking hey, I just jinxed the whole goddamn thing. 76ers won 9489. We'll take it. All right. Sorry, I have Kawhi. A Sorry, Kawhi. If you ever get the opportunity, I've been to two cities up there recently. Spent about a week in Montreal. That city was a blast. But Toronto, Dave, to me, you love New York City. Yeah, I did. Toronto reminds me of kind of a blend of probably closer to Chicago than New York, but really great. I'd encourage anybody. If you get a chance and you like to travel, man, it's a blast. And the people are great. So uh, I'm off on Thursday, out for a week. We'll be following everything. Uh, all the best, man. All the best to my my friends, your friends at 1090. And I said to them, by the time I get back and they've all had a chance to decompress, uh, we'll see how the chips fall, and maybe a couple of those guys are part of the FM station. That would be really, really That'd cool. That'd be great. That'd be absolutely great to see those guys employed. All, all right. the best to those guys. All right. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right. Bye.